really wanted answers about what was going on. And there's a place that I can bring you to. Okay. Um, so is that still around, right? So I can I can pass this info on to is that like hey mm-hmm. Yeah, Zet, I imagine gonna... Zet's like right <clears throat> there. Like, okay, right okay. there. He's yeah, right yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. So I can share like I'm gonna go and do this thing. Which now that I say it out loud seems like a really stupid idea because anything could happen, I could be dead. Um, but I'm gonna go do this thing by myself with uh, Marky to get some answers. And if anyone wakes up and asks, I'll be back. And if I'm not, then leave without me, I guess. Yep, really, really a terrible plan when you say it out loud. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't know where I'm going, don't know when I'll be back. It should be within two hours or so. If not, I have no idea where I'm going or what happened to me. So, um, good luck. I'll see you maybe. Maybe I'll have some information. Maybe I'll lose an arm. Hey, maybe I'll find an ass. Um, so, Marky, um, by the moment, too, um, just to give you a capture, right now you also notice that, like, um, the moon is beginning to also shine. Like it looks like the moon is just about to shine in the sky. Like a very sliver okay. of moonlight is, is appearing right now. Okay. Um, so there's not much ways of like like seeing in the dark as well. I know you're a human, so dark vision is a thing. Yeah, with the Doomstalker. Um, so Marky does hold your hand, and she goes, "If you hold on to me, we'll be fine. If you want to light a torch, that's okay. But I, I'll guide you to um, where we're going." Okay. I like holding hands. All right, and you hold hands um, with them, and Marky doesn't seem to say much as you're walking for a little bit. Um, you can ask any question if you like to, um, but they they are pretty quiet right now. How did you find us? How long have you been following? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, you stole my gift, right? Um. Oh, the the weed. Yeah, the herbs. I mean, well, the herbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my pocket. Not many things out here smell like rosemary and sage. Rosemary and sage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do have it. Did you sniff me out? Well, I mean, you sort of. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. So. Great. Let's go where we gotta go, and because I do have things to do tomorrow. I have a busy day. I can't really sleep in or whatever. So I understand. It's just that you were really looking for answers, and yes, you should get them. Yes, because when people turn into wolves and the old magic returns and bad things happen, that's important for us to know. And the Wild Watch was somebody was going to look into that. Jorgens, somebody. In my absence, you, was going to Jorn? look. Yeah. Jorn. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jorn came. Okay. He checked in. Okay. Uh, nice night. <clears throat> it's even better now. Yeah. Okay. So we walk and. So you walk and you eventually get to a place where she's leads you through a bunch of these broken terrains until you eventually get to a spot which is really weird because it feels like as you round around one of these bends of these hills kind of almost kind of pulsating through the ground you come to a place where it looks like there might be 
It look it looks like an evergreen tree. And it looks like somewhat intact and somewhat like there. Mm. Like it actually looks like it might be thriving and there's a beautiful pool of water right in front of it. Okay. As you can see there's also in front of that there's like some distinct landmarks kind of there and you can see the runes that you saw today are kind of written in those kind of landmarks on the side. Okay. As you see this beautiful blue like almost twilight purple pools standing in front of you glistening. Can I do I probably our luck with pools hasn't been so good <laughs> lately. Can I do some kind of a, a check to see yeah. if if this is a another goo pool yeah, or yeah. if this is just a regular pool pool? Oh, that's a net twenty. Ooh, this pool is definitely not goo. Oh, good. It's def. It's weird because if if you're looking at it, you kind of can determine it's a spring. Like, this is naturally occurring okay, water. Okay, And you can see there's some things. The weird part about it is there's no, like, streams that go off of it. It's like, but it seems like, but you can definitely tell there's moving water here. Okay. A lot of it happening underground. Okay. Okay. So, is this the spot? <clears throat> yeah. The answer is a tree in a pool. I'm missing something. I don't know how to read the runes, so if the answers are um, on the walls, I can't... She grabs read. you by your shirt, kisses you. Oh, pushes you as you fall into the pool as you fall into the pool okay i didn't expect that your world goes instantly black for a second and then you are finding yourself falling into the pool further and, and deeper um at this moment of time i need you to roll me a constitution saving throw oh, oh freeze to famine that's a nat one <laughs> oh, oh, no. all right you're going to take um yeah, you're gonna take six points of damage. Um, as you can feel your like your lungs beginning to seize a little bit. Um, but as soon as you feel that first pulse, um, the water around you change, and the first thing you hear is <sighs> as your brain goes to head and you begin to turn and the water around you, you see what appears to be a moth of gigantic size with a roaring wings. It's almost standing in front of you batting its wings more as these different lights spin off in all directions. You said a moth? A moth. From there, those lights begin to shoot from there. As you see, um, from those lights, a vast array of creatures coming out of them. You see you see a myriad of different beings of different sizes, of different shapes. Um, and then from those lights, the next thing you see is from an orange light that comes down, you see a bear gleaming in brilliant sunlight. And from a purple, you see a wolf bathed in night. And then from between them, an owl bear glowing of that weird purpley color that you saw, um, you saw red use a while ago, kind of come out of there. And these three beings almost surround all these tiny creatures that are around. And you can feel yourself sinking in. And you can feel yourself almost stop and you feel like you could go down further if you wanted to. Or you could stop. Uh, <clears throat> do I need to do a perception here to see... Like, am I drowning? Is this... Is it danger... Is it a dangerous situation I need to get out of? Or is this cool? Well, at the moment, you... Like, after that initial... You don't, you don't feel yourself drowning. You okay. felt like a really like heavy like 
cross shock. But you're at the moment you don't feel like you're you're not breathing and you're not doing like you don't feel like that pressure when you're swimming. You don't feel that in your lungs just yet. Okay. I guess I can keep going down a little then, so long as I'm not gonna maybe drown. Okay, roll me another constitution saving throw. I wish I hadn't said that. That's a ten. Plus two, twelve. Um, in this one, um, you manage to stave off it as you further down. Um, from here, you see these three beings talking, and all of a sudden, you see something happen, and you can see the bear beginning to growl at the wolf, and you see the owl in between trying to help, and then you see all of a sudden the two beings begin to tackle each other and fight. You see the bear do a huge slash against the wolf, and this wolf slashes the bear as both their eyes get damaged, and those damaged eyes fall apart as both of them begin to separate. As the owl bear in the middle begins to coo, as the people of the land begin to shift, as the world then slowly becomes colder, as you can see snow beginning to fall in, as these two beings almost part their ways, separating. Those colors no longer in between and meshed anymore. The orange going to one side, that dark blue going to another, and that purple band staying in the middle. And the owl bear barks in the distance. <laughs> A very, very powerful bark. And okay. from there, you can see um, these two as there. As they, you can almost get a picture, as your brain can see the the shifting focuses of different visions. As you can see these two now being separate, and you see the land of Eska kind of slowly begin to fill up, as different s- small towns begin to emerge. Okay. And you can feel yourself going. Do you want to go down more, or do you want to go up? Uh. I think I can go down one more time. Okay. That's uh, 11, uh, 13. You are going to take seven points of frost damage. Mm-hmm. As the cold once again hits you once more, and as you're there, you can see now a bear sad in the air trying to like you can almost see its own mournful being across the sky moving there and you can see the wolf itself as a mournful being up there it almost looks like the two of them are trying to look for each other but never do as an owl in between tries its best to guide either one of them to find to find the other as they go through this circle of bits you can see every so often the bear will go to sleep as the wolf will continue to search, not able to find the bear itself. Okay. You see the bear then wake up as the wolf has gone to rest and begin to search, not able to find it. You see that in one cycle, the wolf turn its head and look into the distance. And as it comes back, you can see then it brings these people in, cla- in these bright red and dark blue clothing with almost ice-like skin and pointy ears. Mm. You can see them kind of around beside them as they begin to help and support the wolf in their journey throughout this. And then you can see elements of the towns that you once there begin to slowly kind of thrive in their own little communities. And you can see more of these villages pop up. And you can choose to go down or you can go up. 
do I recognize any of these places that I see? Like, is this? You, am I seeing the like the building of <clears throat> Eska, or is this? A, a you're seeing stuff that you've never seen before, but you recognize the land because you've been through it. Okay. If you want to roll me a like history check. No, that's a three. So that's nothing. These all look new to you, but you definitely know what the land looks like. Okay, so I don't know if this is old stuff or future stuff. I mean, you at this can. Point. I would say with a even with a three, you can gauge this as old stuff. Like, okay. there's not like the stuff that you're seeing is old. Okay. Uh, I go down one more. Okay. Oh, that's a nat one. That's not good. Okay, you take nine points of frost damage. Okay. And you go down, you sink further down. Um, with this um, here, um, you see then um, the cycle continue and continue and continue um, until you notice and you see one night, you see a figure. They seem, they seem like you can't make out what they are, it's blurry, but you know that it's a mother with a child, and the mother is crying, and you see her husband leave, and then you see on a place, you see a knock on a door. As you look inside, you can see the people inside, those um, red-clad, deep blue people, talking and dancing and laughing up a storm, and then you see that person on the outside knocking almost get colder and colder and he freezes upon the door. Mm. From there you can see that these great these these um like this ice blue skinned people are amongst the entire places of Eska supporting as best they can, but this night they are all kind of in this big old Viking lodge and there's this frozen man trying to knock on the outside door. And you can see the mother wailing and trying to um to save a child, but the child is currently cold. And then you sink down again. Roll me a constitution saving throw. Uh, that's 11. 11 to 13. You take 8 points of damage. Oh boy. How are you looking? 6. As you're down on this bed, you see this woman, you see this woman with a child, and they're talking to somebody with a half-moon smile and an ivory block. They mention something, and then all of a sudden you feel the whole world shatter into various different pieces, as you can feel this incredible warmth surge from the ground beneath erupting everything as you can feel that once coal now exas- is gone is di- just dissolved into nothingness as you now watch the entire world filled with this soot and this this heat and this radiance and then proceed to push back that cold that was there as you're left as this mother and her child are left crying in soot okay and you can go down <laughs> or you can go up. No, I gotta go up. I'm not gonna. With only six hit, hit points left, I'm not gonna be foolhardy. My my rolls have not been good. Yeah, I, can I chime in from the peanut gallery just on the, like the crazy symmetry of your rolls? You had a twenty, 
and then a one. So extreme high, then extreme low, mm-hmm. and I think you're a ten and an eleven. Yes, the exact Ex- middle. extreme mid. And then a one, an exact low. Mm-hmm. And if the symmetry were to continue, your next would be a twenty. Right, sure. Poetic. <laughs> it's poetic for the mm-hmm. a po- poetic yeah, role for the, the poet. Of nowhere, yeah. no one knows where I am. This feels like Dirk Cobain's or- origin story. <laughs> if I die, then I'm just I'm stuck in this lake. So I think I think I gotta bounce here i gotta be smart uh curiosity would, definitely has me intrigued but i'm gonna assume that i've got enough information from what i've seen here to put some things together curiosity already wow. killed the mule <laughs> 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 it's like going on a t-shirt Matt. curiosity <laughs> killed the mule um azette and dorner um go to you all they pretty much they go as that goes um garrick has been gone for many hours. Sorry for the listeners. Uh, Eric had to step out. Yeah, for the game. This part yeah, of the sorry. Answer. Eric had to step out. Garrick has been gone for many hours. Where'd he go? Um, Marquis from Esca told him that answers were around. Do I know Marquis? Or would yes. I? Yes, you would. And I. So, oh. You also know that you're in the part where that is very important to you. Yep. Uh, which way did they go? They went in that direction over this, over that way. That's a fifteen for fifteen for a nature check. To oh know. yeah, they're pointing in a direction, and you are familiar with this territory enough that you know that at least that was a part over there. At least you're far enough in that you have been in this area mm-hmm. and you might have an idea. But at least you know in that direction there is stuff that is really connected to Aurora things. <laughs> We gotta go get him. Yeah, we gotta go. We now. We gotta go now. Let's go. We gotta I, go get him. I needed to let you all know. I will wake the artificer. Oh he God! He fell asleep. That it, he was uh, harmed, and thus he needed rest. <laughs> Red. <laughs> Look, that—that's just another month outside the dome. <laughs> all <laughs> he failed. Well, that's a month outside. That's um, all four of you, however, do not get a full night's sleep. So all of you have a level of exhaustion. Okay. I think you're uh, up to four levels of exhaustion. <laughs> well, uh, a question on that: Did Azet's choice to relieve me of my watch make me avoid this? No, because he didn't get a full night. Because right. he didn't get a full night's rest. If you do, you can roll the rest of your hit dice if you wish. They'll go count as a short rest. So if you have any other hit dice you would like to use, you may use it at this point. I think I used everything. I could use. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Oh, am I quiet? What's that? Oh, am I hearable? No, yeah, you're fine. Okay, you're, okay. Good. you're good. Uh, yeah, we got no. Uh, we got to go. There's, there's, there's stuff up here, and and Marky, if Marky brought her, brought Garrick to any place where there's some really powerful old Aurora magic places up here, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know, I don't know if we can trust her. Uh, Trust her and what and her uh, motives. All right, let's let's go. Yeah, what are we doing? What's going on? We're moving. Get up and right, let's go. I'm moving. Let's 20, go. Twenty words. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Um, you all proceed to rush. Um, you're gonna have to make me um a survival check, Red. Uh, Only. Yep. Yep. Oh, I'm on the wrong. Unless anybody else wants to. That's a natural twenty. Oh yeah. Ooh. Um, they were very. They did not hide their tracks. It's very clear and evident that we go go ahead and get 
to see the trail that they followed. Yeah. All of you kind of wash that direction, and it's a little bit. You are on ways, and Jasper's like, "What's wrong? What happened? Where's the sad guy?" Sad guy left Jasper. You were sleeping. Oh, that makes sense. Um, Azak and Dorner said they would stay with the with stuff behind camp to make sure everything was safe. So they at least wanted to have a guard of your stuff they kept there. So they were they decided to stay behind just to make sure that 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 camp was hidden. Okay. Okay. Right. Sounds good. Um, you we hard cut to you guys in front of that tree as as we cut them to a very fast memory, as we see, once again, you guys rush up. We see that evergreen tree at that pool, and then we cut to a memory as we go back in time. We see a young um, a young child, bright red hair, very long, um, running through fields that weren't as bumpy as they are now, but still in that very much so textured element. We see that child um, holding a basket full of like berries and such, collecting. And in that time, that child hears a as it as finally that child notices that thing and it can see in front of there there's a an owl bear cub staring right in front of its face. As the red-haired child smiles, the owl bear cub kind of comes up and nestles into it and goes cool cool and then runs in her direction. And that child follows until that owl bear comes to um, the pond that we see now, but in the past. And we notice now that that little girl in red share the same face. Hmm. We see that the owl bear turns to her as the little girl looks at the owl bear, kind of stares at the tree, wondering what it is. And we see the owl bear pup go behind her and bump her in. As we then proceed to watch the same sort of effect that happened just to Garrick happen to Red as a child, as that now, as that person now proceeds to fall in to the same pond. As we come back to the future and you remembering all those kind of things, we see outside this ghostly apparition of ice and and uh, this ghostly apparition of ice standing in front. As Marquis is currently in the midst of of battling this thing, it is large, it is consuming, it is huge in its thing, and it's breathing down ice on her as it's as it's trying to fight off. As you guys have now stumbled into the scene, we got to roll initiative. Me too, or am I? In no, the- you're in the you're in the pool. All right. Um, I got a one. Hey, hey, I'm gonna as we're as we're rolling. Uh, Barney's with us, right? Yep. Yep. I'm gonna put my hand on you, and I'm gonna say, "Let Badoos be with you." Uh, go get him, Tiger. And you have initiative on roll an advantage on your initiative oh, through vigilant you. blessing. Uh, a nineteen plus three. That's my good one. Yeah. <clears throat> I got a nat one. Okay, one second. We'll go through this. Well, let me just clear up some things. Um, with that, let's go ahead and, um, let's, so you have a one, what'd you get? Sorry. 19. Okay. 19. So, what'd you get, Barney? Uh, uh, 19 plus three. Oh, wow. So Barney, Barney, you're first, followed by red. Um, from there, it will go marquee. That. Um, that, and then it's going to go... Um, Jasper, then Armada, and we are there at the at, at this point. 
as you can almost hear, um, you, Red, as you're finding this, as Marky is trying to find this thing, you hear the sounds of, of, not He's not bloody. As you can hear those frowns coming from the ghost, you two, however, don't understand what this thing's speaking. Red, you understand that whatever the Wraith is saying is coming from a very old, like, broken aurora. Like, you can recognize some words, but it sounds, it, the accent's thick, and you hear at least the words not and worthy. Okay. Um, Barney, it is your turn. Um, Barney doesn't like having been woke up and being pulled out on this quest, and clearly this is a conflict in just rolled initiative. So Barney's going to be in a rage, um, you know, and... You know, unless I need to roll a perception check and there's something off about this and I'm misreading this. This seems like a pretty standard, this is a dangerous person scenario. Um, and I want to do a wild magic. So I'm going to do a 1d8 and see what kind of wild magic uh, an 8, which is a bolt of light shoots from my chest. Another creature of my choice that I can see must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded until the start of our next turn. Um, and I can use this as a bonus action um, at, at each of my turns if I want. So they have to do succeed on a constitution saving throw. And I believe it has yeah. to be better than a 14. Um, it does. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'm also just going to do a good old swing of uh, my get it up here. My weapon. Uh, well, actually, am I close enough that I'm within like range of this uh, yeah. frosty ghost friend? Yes. Um, okay, so I am going to get to my all right, halberd. I'm going to roll for a, a 2 plus 5. That's not going to be great. Um, and so I'm going to assume, like, does 2 plus 5 hit? I'll start there. 2 plus 5 does not hit. Um, and then I have... Uh, a surprise attack, which is well, that's if I hit a creature. I haven't hit a creature, so I I did my wild magic. I did. I swung and I missed, and I think that's my turn. All right, and then we go to Red. Um. Okay. So Red sees this happening, and uh, yeah, Red's gonna shift, get and, and shift go back into their um hybrid kind of format, so uh, boosting AC one, and we'll get six 10 HP for that, which is actually really good. Um, and then I'm going to, seeing what this is, I'm going to uh, cast Spirit Guardians, uh, or Guardians of yeah. the Dude, and uh, at, a third, at a third level, and um, these, those, the, the, the dusk, the, all the little creatures of, of they come swirling around me in this radiant circle for 15 feet around me. Um, and I don't have, I'm trying to do two things once here. Um, yep, so uh, whenever they, if, if the, if the uh, I'm gonna, of course, everyone in the party is gonna be saved from that. Yeah. Um, they, don't have to, they don't have to do any saves. So, uh, and I'm gonna, Do I? Do, can I tell if Marky is a friend or a foe in this particular moment? 
It's hard to tell, but you know that she's fighting for her life. Okay. Then I will I will include her in that as well. Okay. Uh, in the save. And so whenever a uh, affected an, an affected creature speed is halved in the area, and when they, they enter the area or start their turn, they must take a wisdom saving throw. And uh, DC 16 yeah. for 3D. So I, I want to get as close to the, the wraith yeah. as I can. Um, as those things appear, you do notice the wraith um, turns its head. And looks like it's trying to, and like it, it, you hear those words come out of its mouth mm-hmm. as it sees the things. And I'm, and I, I got my shield out. I'm holding yeah. my emblem, and I'm running right at it. Do I get into its, in its, in its range? You are in its range. Yes. Okay, so then it's got to give me a wisdom saving throw. DC nope. sixteen. No. Nope. Then it's going to take automatically ten points of radiant damage. Okay. And that's my turn. You hear that sound afterwards. Like it says a bunch of stuff and then it says the boost at the end. Okay. Um, it's now Marky's turn. It's now Marky's turn. Um, okay, so how's Marky doing? Um, Marky uh, would be about half hit points right now. Half hit points and yeah. alright, so we'll go, we'll go half hit points and probably, I would say, half ability. Alright. Uh, uh, sh- Marky is a lunar sorcery, sir. So I'm gonna say no yeah. sorcery points. We're not gonna do. We won't do any of that. Um, let's do one. If, yeah, let's say they have some sorcery. They have some. Yeah. Okay. Then in that case, Marky is going to quicken spell uh, to bonus action. Um, bonus action uh, create slow as a bonus action and cast slow on the wraith. Wisdom, uh, wisdom fifteen. It fails. It fails. Okay. So. Uh, this is this is a weird one. Uh, so the, the the wraith speed is all is halved again. So it was already halved from the takes a minus two penalty to AC and dex saving throws, and it can't use reactions. Gotcha. On its turn, it can use either an action or a bonus action, but not both. You, when you see the cast a spell, Marky turns to you, and she goes, "He's not coming up." He's not coming up. Garrett? Garrett's in the pool? Okay. We'll get we'll get him. Um, then we proceed to go to um, that. As you hear more of the... As... You also hear from the depths. Night swimming <laughs> deserves a quiet night. Um, Photographs on the dashboard. Um, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna freeze in its movements. Um, it's going to try to at least continue what it did for Marky, um, proceeding to do a nine, but that does not hit. Nope. As it tries its best, and you can see it almost cold and frozen in its nature. Um, you get a good look at it once again. You can see it's it's almost like a skeleton, but it's got blue skin like sucked to it, and there's different bright, colorful reds and purples. Or is it kind of clad? Um, we now move over to um, Jasper. Jasper's like, do I hit it? Can I hit it? Hit it, Jasper. No words, but you can do you can do 40 hits on this thing. Oh, sick! We could talk it to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit it, Jasper. Oh, Jasper doesn't use an action. Okay, here we go. 
Um, Jasper um, sprints forward and he hits one. He hits his knuckles and they light up electricity and goes where where and tries to do a double punch right into um, this this ice wraith that he sees in front of him. There you go, Jasper. Um, from there, I remember it's. Um, <laughs> As he goes over to no. punch it, his first roll ever is a nat one. Oh, come on, Jasper. Over as he punches through, he ends up slipping, falling on his back, <laughs> and go, ah, as the armor just, you hear clang, because it's got an ice pool around it. Be careful. At least he didn't accidentally hit my Armor there, it's your turn. Um, I have a clarifying question. Hey! <laughs> Can I ask a clarifying question? Can I ask a clarifying question? What does that mean, clarifying question? What does that mean? You have a clarifying question? Um, is Garrett gonna come up naturally because that's the decision he made? Or is that something we need to be? You don't with? know, and you okay. don't know where Garrett is. You just heard he's not coming up right. from Marky. Okay. Um I don't have enough information to go on that. I think I'm gonna throw daggers at the ice. Okay. Tree. Go ahead, roll me, roll me, roll me. Throw daggers. And uh, I, because we're all right next to it, I can cast steady, whatever, aim for Ste- my if you, yeah. for yeah. my next roll. You do that right now. Oh so yeah. If you're not, as long as you don't, as long as you don't move. Yeah. I want that. I'm not moving. Okay. So you get an advantage. I got it. Roll twice. Take the higher. Seventeen. Oh, you definitely hit it, but you feel that your knife just goes right through it as it bangs into the tree behind it. Um. I'm having good luck with throwing daggers today, are you? You know, some days are like that, Red. Oh, I know. You got good days and bad days. It's just one of them days. Um. All right. I think Armada would maybe move over. No, because I I did steady action. I can't move. Yeah. So my turn is done. Bark. Right now we can see um, the tree, the pools there, Marky and these other spiritual guardians kind of wrapped around this this really listless wraith of being, their blue skin, the bright color clothing, as this astral form is leaning over to it. You have stand up, your chest is glowing like Iron Man. As things come <laughs> up, you see a prone Jasper next to you. And that's kind of the state of things where we are right now. Um, based on Marky's comment, and. Am I wise enough or perceptive enough that I can put two and two together and understand that Garrick is in the water? Or should I like roll for... No, I would say that you understand. Well, actually, yeah, I would say you probably would understand. I would say you understand. Okay. Um, and I I understand my halberd has a 15-foot reach. I have long limbed. I have another five feet reach. Yep. So I have 20 feet of reach. <laughs> um, I would like to... Um, and, and you tell me based on what Barney can see in the scene, like what's possible... Um, actually go past the, the Wraith, um, which, you know, it's up to the Wraith if there's a target of opportunity. They seem it doesn't have it because it's got slowed. It got slowed. Um, and I want to, uh, number one, go as far into the water as I can before it's like going over my head. Um, and whether I need... Well, like, a constitution saving throw. Okay. Um, let's see. So, what is my um, constitution bonus? I right. forgot my shirt it's at a, the it's a water's <laughs> So. <laughs> Barney, what once was what once was air is now nothing. 
as you have now fallen into the pool. Oh, jeez. The moon is low uh, tonight. If you were stated I reached in to grab him, it would have been different. But you said you waded in first. Yeah, I did say that. Um, and now, it's now completely and totally dark. Okay. Inside, the world comes around and you do hear the first sound, which is... <sighs> as a giant moth with aurora... <laughs> With a roar of wings has appeared in front of you. You can see lights shooting off as you can see various different multitude of people all around. As you see a, a, a bear made of orange and a wolf made of purple and a, a wolf made of dark blue and this purple um, twilight bear in between. And you have a choice right now as you can feel your body beginning to kind of go into this cold. You have a choice right now if you can go down or you could st- or you could go up. The one thing that you notice is you see a slimmer of white below you. Okay. Question. Yep. Um, as I'm looking around and I'm seeing like the various creatures and things. Um, so in Barney's background, uh, he was cursed by a hay fag. <laughs> a what now? Uh, <laughs> a fay hag. And uh, that's for the edit. Yeah, uh, yeah definitely <laughs> edit that out. That's who we edit about. Uh, so I'll take that again. So uh, in Barney's background, he is. Um, he was cursed by um, a hag in the Feywild, and he has uh, Fey lost as a background. Um, Feywild connection, your mannerisms and knowledge of Fey customs are recognized by natives who see you as one of their own. Because of this, friendly Fey creatures are inclined to come to your aid if they're lost or need help um, in the Feywild. That might be totally irrelevant here, but as a question to you, among these creatures and people in this realm that we're in, um, are there any who feel a stir of kinship with me based on my background that white light you see below you you feel something connected there okay um and okay so i would hope to you know benefit from a a connection there and i would like to reach well i have to choose if whether i want to do you want to go down or you want to go up i'm gonna go down uh cool <laughs> roll, were, roll were, you not, were you not here <laughs> roll, roll, roll like roll 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 oh, hey Keith. everyone here likes to go down is what i'm hearing <laughs> They cannot F7. see me naked. <laughs> These things, um, they go away. You take two frost damage. I do proceed to go down. Um, <laughs> um, we're going to get to you in a second. Back to Red. Red, Barney's now in the pool. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. It's a pool party. And then from there, a second frost being has appeared. Um, as you can hear it, and you just hear the... I'll try See, now, okay. Uh, well, first of all, that one who just appeared has to roll a wisdom saving throw yeah. for my spirits. Yep. It passes. Okay, so it only takes half damage. I rolled well this time. It takes ten points of radiant damage. Yeah, it does. Um, okay. You have also seen Armored, another spectral figure appear. Okay. Uh, so, we, first, we, we... I've got daggers, Red. What do I do here? <laughs> God damn it. Uh... So I, I mean, internally, my mind is like, religiously, I know what they're going through, and I'm like, I can't intervene with that. So my focus is on these, these, these spectral things and say they're, they've made their choice and they're going to make their choices, and we got to deal with this right here. Um, because that's the way 
of the spirit and of the world and of the way that, of the of the choices that they make with their gods. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Um, yeah, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt as um, red, right? Yep. Yep. Red's going to cast Guiding Bolt on the one that was slowed. Yep. And we're going to do that and see what I have for slowed. I'm going to do that at a second level. Yep. Uh, so roll to attack. That is going to be an 18. That hits. That's 5d6 radiant damage. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> That's uh, 10, 23 points of radiant damage. Okay. Uh, and it's shimmering in a, in a uh, golden light, and yeah. so the next attack on it has advantage. Uh, and my bonus action... Can I retract one thing? Yeah, sure. And say that I did another quicken spell? That was Marky who did, would do that. Oh, Marky's a quicken spell. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm getting confused. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> like two characters in one. <laughs> uh, bonus action for red is I've already done that, and I don't have anything else to do. So that is it for me. I mean, for unless red. you want to cast healing ward on Marky. I can't cast <laughs> two spells. Yeah, never mind. Go ahead. Uh, so that was Marky. Now it's Marky's turn. Now it's Marky's turn. And Marky is half hit points. Yeah, okay. Um, and is going to... Cast... What is it going to cast? Um, does this feel like... feel at all like it's, um, it's magical? Or is this more just divine? These things? Yeah. Um, these things you feel like are divine. Okay. Then she is going to... Oh, God. What the hell did she do? Um, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. She really can't do much. Um, so she's going to just cast... Uh, I don't have any heals. Cast uh, Sacred Flame. Dex, okay. Dex 15. Yep. Uh, I failed because, I mean, especially with the one who slowed. Yeah, the I one who slowed. Yeah, yeah, I failed. Okay, so that's going to be 2d8 radiant. Yep. Which, okay, that's 11 points of radiant damage on the okay. one slow. Great. It's looking hard. Um, now we go over to this. It's going to try its best to attack. That, uh, what is um, Marquis, um That, it's a, a 17. I'm probably feeling 17 hits. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, is this is, is this a magical attack? Yes. Okay. Then yes, it does. If it's a yeah. if it's a normal like slashing, it would be different. Um, Marquis will take twenty one points of necrotic damage. Marquis down. Yep. All right. As the, the, you just see this thing suck out something of that, and Marquis falls. Yep. And and the slow is gone. Uh, can you do? Oh, can you roll me a, a, DC, a, a Constitution save? Con saving throw for Marky. Yeah. Yep. Seventeen. Seventeen. Great. Okay. Um, with Marky down, it, the, that shifting thing turns. Um, we then proceed to get to Jasper, who then from beneath <laughs> stands up and goes, "I'm gonna try again." Yep, that's it. That's not. And he just punches up. As he, this shocking of lightning thing hits forward, as you can see that arc, and Adil's, he proceeds to deal 
at least um, six da lightning damage to the thing. Okay, I'm back in it! Oh gosh, what happened to her? Uh, we proceed to go to Armada. Red, I've got daggers. The daggers do nothing. What do I do here? Uh, can is there any way you can go and um? Wait, I got a rope. If you wait, I got, I, I I got, got a special. What's it? I'm gonna wrap around you. Jump in the pond. You want, you want to put me in the pond? No, do not jump in that pond. Jump in the, do I, not jump in the pond. But Barney went in. I know one of those things popped up. I have a feeling we pull them out. They'll kill away. Yeah, but if you jump in, then a third one comes out. Can I can I pull them out without getting in the? Pond? That's why I got a rope. I have a rope too. I'm gonna get him out. Then maybe tie something heavy to it, but don't you jump in. I'm not jumping in the pond. That has gone badly twice for me now. <laughs> if only we had a mule, we could throw in. Um, what? What heavy? Um, I could tie it to the tree. I'm gonna tie the rope. Hey, if you're able to throw a mammoth bone, why can't you throw a tree in? Come on. Yeah, fair enough. Um. You do have, um, you. I mean, you could attach it to a dagger. You could attach it to any one of your stuff that you have. Um, yeah, anything metal will, will fall. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna tie my rope to a dagger and throw it in the pond. Yeah. Um, as you do, Garrick. Yeah. Eventually, in this place of you slowly coming out uh, from the play, like the sword of Damocles, they, 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 <laughs> a small dagger attached to a rope. Kind of fully piles in. You've not been able to break the surface, but you haven't been taking any damage. It's almost like there needs to be someone there to get you out. Mm -hmm. As you kind of stare in this space in this in this now puddle of thing, and eventually you see in front of you a dagger, um, a dagger attached to a rope, kind of dagger in front of you. Is this a dagger I see before me? It's handled <laughs> towards my hand. Yes. <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciated that. <laughs> Shakespearean reference for our cultured audience. Who? Hmm? <laughs> bone spear. Oh, okay. Yeah, bone guy. spear. Bone spear. <laughs> Mammoth bone spear. If it's not Taylor Swift, I don't get the reference. It's my new adult film name. Um, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Do I? So I can I can take the dagger. Yeah. Do I have that choice. Yeah. I'm taking the dagger because I think yeah. Okay. You proceed to grab on. Yeah. And Armada, you can feel it, and you can finally yeah. be able to pull. So run me on the athletics check. It's like you're fishing for Garrick. <laughs> fishing for Garrick. It's a hillbilly hand fishing. <laughs> I'm like a catfish. Stick your hand in my mouth and pull me out. <laughs> oh, that's noodling right there. <laughs> oh, I got it. What am I? What? What am I rolling? Probably nothing. Athletics. Athletics. Yeah, you, you just you're probably athletics is plus zero. Plus two. Oh, I got twelve. Okay. With this, it's gonna take a while, but Garrett, you feel yourself coming up. Can you roll? Um, you eventually break the surface as a head appears, and you manage to pull him out as one of the rays just and disappears. Ooh. And Jasper's like, "That's what I've been saying." I guess that was a good idea, Jasper. As Garrett, you. It was a good idea to throw something in the pond, not to go in yourself. I didn't go in myself. I know. I'm just gonna puke water for a second. Go ahead and roll me initiative and see where you end up now. Uh, 14. Um, that means you would be above Marquis. Okay. Who is that? <laughs> um, as you come up, you would see Marquis on the ground, her body restless. Okay. As a frightening, huge ice wraith is, like, directly above you with weird spiritual guardians all around. This is news to me. All of yeah, this is all news, this is to news to me. So this yeah. is kind of a shock as you get up. Yeah. Yeah, last thing I saw were bears and wolves and owlbears. 
and yeah. cold and all these things. Okay. So Armada says we got Garrick out and that thing disappeared, so we gotta get Barney out too. Yeah, we'll get Barney out. Yeah, just don't jump in yourself. No, no one, one no one jump in, in the pool. pool. Don't jump in the pool. Jasper, don't jump in the pool. I don't jump in the pool. Um, Barney, um, as you proceed to go down, um, mm-hmm. you um, get to a place where you find yourself looking at that world, but then you also see that this, you can see that their light um, has come off from this moth and from these three beings. You feel almost like this this bridge that connects these two planes of existence together. And you can feel almost there, you can see Eska and then you can see this other place further away. As you can see this bond but that looks like a bridge between this purple blue and, and then purple bridge between these two lands. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of get formulated and then you could see that these ice these blue ice skinned people with pointed ears clad in reds and purples um you can see them on one side of that bridge and on the other and you can see there's a cross between them as these blue skins people are now more in esca than they were on the other side um do you wish to go down further well the white light is still below and it's and it's gotten a little closer um i at this point, Barney has gone down and wants to know if that Feywild connection is saying anything to him at all right now, or if he's if he's listening and it's kind of the you same as those blue skin people. Mm-hmm. There's a connection there, and that land that they came from—that's something. Avan knows better. Avan knows better. Barney. But Barney? <laughs> but for does Barney? If this thread wasn't here, come there, on, do Barney. There might be a, a different thing, but yeah. Um, and this is a connection that Barney hasn't felt in a while after being out of the, the Feywild. Um, Barney thinks that the right thing to do is to um, reach out and proceed. Um, that's what Barney knows. At this Roll point. me a Constitution saving throw. Um, and I was wrong before when I said it was plus four. It's plus six. Um, so I'm gonna go plus six in my. Um, that's an 8 plus 6, so 14. Okay. You're proceeding to take um, 5 points of frost damage. Okay. As you go below. Um, Red, we're back up to you as this wraith is now above that you that is not the same wraith that you've been attacking. It's a different one. Yep. Um, before, oh, yeah, as you, it's a different one. What do you wish to do? Also, I realize it's time, and I'm sorry. We probably should stop. We can finish this time. Let's just finish this. Okay, we're good. I just want to show. Um, Matt, it's your turn. If I look in the if I look in the pool, do I see Barney? Yes. Can I can I reach in and grab him? Um, no. Tara, pause. You see Barney. Um, you have not figured out if you can reach him yet. Don't. Oh, and for, for background here, um, like I'm not going to make any action. Is there any element of charmed or being charmed that's a part of this no. at all? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bonus action, healing word, yeah. to bring up Margie. <gasps> okay. I'm then going to take the rope with the dagger and dive into the pool oh, for fuck's to, sake. Get, to get... Barney. Okay. Roll me a constitution saving throw. 
Armada, you noticed that no wraith appeared okay. when oh. they did that. It's a nine. Okay. Um, you're going to take four points of frost damage. As you begin there, um, for you in this time, though, um, you see the owl bear that you worship appear in the thing as it stands tall and straight and looks down on you as you're kind of standing in this space that you are all twilight around you. And you hear in your brain, you come to commune once more? I come to get Barney. Barney Barnaby, Bugbear Barbarian. <laughs> He's the owner proprietor of Hobbs and Gobbs 2-2 in the Lis Femda. Your friend is pursuing his fate. Part of his fate is, t- is entwined with us up above as well. And so as, as the champion of the fate, I need to make sure that he is safe and has a, as a, as a kind guide, which is why I am here provide that guidance to bring him to where he needs to be. Do you not remember what happened when you escaped the pond the first time? It's it's blurry. Maybe you should go down. Have you been persuaded? By your word. <laughs> Roll me a constitution saving throw. Oh, it's, a, it's a pool party. I fail. Okay. Um, do you fail with an at one or do you just fail? No, it's a three. Okay. Plus whatever. Uh, you take six points of frost damage. Okay. Um, we cut to Marky on the outside going, What is happening? <laughs> and she rushes over to you, Garrick, and tries to be like, Are you okay? Yeah, I, I don't know what's happening either. I was in the pool. There are owls bears and wolves and I almost got some kind of some kind of information but then I almost died I saw a dagger I now there's giant wraith frosts that I, I have no I idea they were going in spirits. I didn't think that thought there was a myth <clears throat> why so, did you throw me in a damn you demon pool so as as Armand is hearing this holding on to the rope that red has she says to both of them we can figure that out later I have to hold on to this rope Two people are in the pond. You guys have to fight the wraith. Oh, yeah. Okay. Fight the wraith. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right. Totally. Um, uh. And then uh, Marky will try to do an attack. I have a feeling you brought another sacred flame just to make it easier. Let's just do a sacred flame, yeah. Uh, fail. All right. That's 2d8 radiant. That's 2 and a half, 2. Okay. There are ones. All right, Garrick, it is your turn. Can I shoot a wraith? You could try. <laughs> hunter's mark. I mean, I can. Yeah, so I can hunter's, but if an arrow is just going to go through the thing, because it's a ghost arrow. But with a, uh, sorry. Oh, I'll I'll I got to read hunter's mark real fast. Characters don't know what the players do. Uh, okay, go ahead and try to hit. 13. 13 hits. Okay. 
Roll damage on both. Okay. Uh, what do I need? Sorry. Attacks, attacks. Is that D8? Yeah. Do you have an 8 in there? Is this me? Uh, I can roll a D8 for you. Oh, I oh, got one. Okay. Two. Two plus three is five. Yep. And then roll and then, and then roll the D6. Oh, I need a six, right? Yeah. Because of the... Yeah. Oh, six. Yep. Um, you see the arrow goes through it, but that thing that happened afterwards when you marked it seems to have, like, the arrow, like, after you shot through, the arrow went through, and then it, the, you see the wraith ripple from whatever the second bolt was. Okay. Good to know. All right. Back up to Barney. Um. You will proceed to go down further. At this instance, um, the place that you're at. Um, trying to think about how much I want to reveal. Um, I want to be like, what's the deal with the frost? Um, and this time, you see that you see an Eska in pure white, and you see people actually thriving and holding festivals. You see a winter wonderland, pretty much, of 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 just of people in groups and communities living in the cold, and these ice blue skin ice beings being amongst them. You see and hear the sound of a horn, as you can see the changing shifts. You can see a, a, a time where there was just cold and snow that was all night, and as a horn sounds, you go back to a day where there's beautiful spring and luscious environments, and Eska looks so different. It's not gnarled and broken apart. It's rich and fertile, these beautiful flowers, and his community is all living here um, with this um, all-day atmosphere, too. You can see the switch between these solstices of a time where it's all day and a time where it's all night, and you can see these blue-skinned people just being amongst the same people as everybody else. There, there seems to be this culture of and you can see people that have the similar tattoos to Red are in this place living with these ice-skinned people and them forming this community and it's seeming pretty solid. Um, and then you feel absolute cold. The coldest you've ever felt in your world as you feel just unbearable cold as your beard gets to shiver and shake as you notice behind you a white light still down. So you go down. Barney's at 12 hit points and is mindful of the fact of in previous periods of kinship with the Fae becoming cursed and cast out. Um, and Barney is intrigued by all of this, but also having a notion of his own mortality. Um, is not, Barney's interested in the information, but isn't so, you know, you know, isn't, you know, uh, forgetting about, you know, dying. And I think Barney's a bit hesitant at this point, is, is electing not to attempt to proceed down further. And Barney doesn't exactly know which way is up, but would attempt to be not proceeding going down any further. And, and, and I want to explain Barney's rationale here, because, you know, Bart, he's intrigued by the Fae connection and has now gone through two terms of, you know, um, Encountering some imagery and things that seem to be informative, but is balancing that against you know potentially dying. 
it's, yeah, so that's... If, if, if Barney wasn't at 12 hit points, maybe he would want to do more. But like Garrick, um, no longer wants to be trying to go down. We're going to cut to Ray. Red, you see that same place that you were before, that little girl with the elbow pushing you in. You remember that, but now you see from the outside perspective of the owlbear cub just sitting there and then walking away as you're down below there and you kept, as a kid, proceeding to go down against your better judgment. It wasn't until you felt your very last breath almost hit you that you were going to go up. And at that moment, you see a personal shrub rush sprinting over to where you are. And you can, as he proceeds to plunge his hand deep inside, as the small Joan is right beside. As you can see in that moment with that bear leaving and um, um, Percival showing up, you can almost see the formation of one of those wraiths beginning. But as soon as Percival shoves his hand down and it goes away, as he reaches down forward, and now you yourself are from that perspective of where Percival was, your hand outstretched as Barney's hand is coming up. As you can see both of your hands beginning to touch, as you can see right there, there's a moment where you could swim past him, but his hand is reaching up, just like Percival's hand was reaching down towards you when you were a kid. The idea is, do you want to grab it now, or do you want to continue going past? I 100% remember what I'm doing here, and I'm uh, seeing Barney and feeling the tug of the rope. I'm going to you know, predator handshake uh, Barney, and as I'm doing that, I'd like to also do my Twilight Sanctuary, to kind of have that, I don't. I don't yeah. have to present my holy symbol. That's all I have to do, and then so that that sphere of just calmness comes over both of us, and we begin to ascend. As you begin to ascend, both of you notice that from Barney, a string of white threads appears on the back of him, coming back down, almost heading to a center point below. As these white threads come back, as you can see the, his skin slowly changing from that orange to that white, as more skin begins to turn white, as those threads kind of connect down to a focal point below. As you're watching, Barney has not been able to see this, but you were looking down, Cam. Barney, you above see an owlbear surrounded by a brilliant white raven, a completely black um, owl, a a fox, a hare, an otter, and a seal all looking down towards you. As you hear this being go, it wasn't what your fault of what happened. You were cursed because curses happen from people who are hurt. You'll find your answer soon. And then Armada, you feel the rope begin to shake real hard. And then I, you can roll, um, roll me an athletics check. Can I help in some way? Can I help in some no, way? No, 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 no. I just want to see. That's a two. As you're beginning to struggle, Marky oh. and Garrett both surround you. All three of you begin to pull as you can feel yourself slipping. Your foot touches the pond. Ah. <laughs> as you feel that instance happening, your body hover instantly pulls back and your whole and everybody on that side just throws out. As soon as you touch, a wave of force pushes all three of you back and pulls you out. It, you just, as soon as you touched it, it's almost like this like wave of just a bubble of energy hits you and slams you against the wall and you fall down with everybody outside as the wraith goes <gasps> out of nowhere. As all of you are now breathing heavily outside of the pond, sitting by that tree in this small clearing surrounded by hills. 
And no more raids. No more raids. Okay. Barney's just got a thousand mile stare right now. Not reacting to anything around, just sitting and not doing anything. Guess I'm um, real glad I didn't end up in that pond. I know. I'm so wet. <laughs> um, and with that, all of you take a breather as we turn um, to see a very slim crescent um, moon in the sky above with twinkling stars um, all around. As we pull back out and we shift back to um, a place that we haven't seen, a place that is cold, it's ice, it's frozen, and then we can see, once again, where, where Naked Greg ran through, we see those nine, we see those nine chairs, and we can slowly see that each one of the chairs, we can see one of the chairs has now thawed as it's kind of facing, as one person in a ghostly form kind of sits up, takes its hand, and looks forward at the camera, and we cut. Uh, wow. Huh. Chilling. Well done, Incredible. Caleb. Yeah. Do does. we need an outro? Are we good? You're gonna make one? Um. I got nothing. Uh, this is the plan for laughs. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I'm Caleb. I'm Matt. I'm having stay I'm warm. Key. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead, say that again. Oh, I'm, I'm having stay warm. Yeah, I'm Keith. Stay out of pools. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Amanda. <laughs> if for you Eric, have a choice to go down or not go down, sometimes it's better to not go down. Well, especially not to go down in pools. Uh, there's also Eric. He just had to leave. We love you, Eric. Yep. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye. We'll see you next I'm time. I'm a humpback whale. <laughs> That's what was in the pool. (laughs) Thank you very much for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the Playing for Labs podcast. Playing for Labs podcast players today. Caleb Christensen Fletcher as our game master, Eric Darrow Worthy, Abin McGuire, Keith Antle, Amanda D. Hahn, and me, Matt Drew Redcard. We really appreciate you listening. Go to playingforlaughs.com for any and all information about us as an improv troupe or upcoming shows. If you are in the Brunswick area in the New Year's Eve weekend, we are doing our annual New Year's Eve Eve show, and it's going to be great every time. It's a different theme. Every week, every month, it's a different theme, and we have different shows. We have different well, different shows, obviously. We have new games every single time, and you'll never see the same show twice. It's quite a quite an opportunity, quite a great thing to come see, and we have a great time doing it. And our audience always leaves really enjoying it as well. So please go to playingforlaughs.com for more information on our shows. Also, for more information on the podcast, you can go there. Special thanks to Tabletop Audio for this uh, background music for today go to tabletopaudio.com for their great stuff for supporting not only background music but also if you're doing any kind of uh, ambiance or work with um, background stuff or if you're doing D&D games and need sound effects it's a great place we appreciate you listening and please leave us a rate review uh, give us a comment also Tell your friends, subscribe. We love doing this and we hope you're enjoying the show. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.